Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church, during which we will share in reading, reflection and prayer for Sunday, the 2nd of January 2022. Today, our reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew and is the reading that follows the journey of the wise men, the Magi, to visit the baby Jesus. Happy Christmas and Happy New Year if you've not joined us since Christmas Day. Thank you for joining with us in our podcast. Our church services are held each week at half past ten on Sundays in Jordan Hill Parish Church and our podcast and YouTube video are also online if you are unable to come to church. A new day has dawned, a new year begun. O God of the new year, may we hear your voice. The world turns to hopes for the future. O God, keep us in your ways and on your path. As the Magi followed a star by night, O God, remind us that you lead us. God of old and new, come and guide us. Let us worship God. Our reading this morning comes from Matthew, chapter 2, reading verses 1 to 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Amen.
the Feast of Epiphany is not something that is celebrated with much fanfare widely across some Christian denominations. The day traditionally celebrates the moment that Jesus was visited by the Magi, often referred to as the wise men. Traditionally, this is supposed to be the 6th of January, the day after many Christmas decorations are taken down, although that too is dependent on when you start calculating the 12 days of Christmas. We daren't move on too quickly from the nativity scene in Bethlehem. There is much that is still to be explored and lived alongside. With the rush towards New Year and new beginnings, the remainder of the nativity is at risk of being trampled underfoot. We can be guilty of rushing the guests, the shepherds and the wise men, away too early, rather than savour all that they have to guide us to and help us understand. Learned tradition and a multitude of nativity plays would have us think that there are three kings from the east. Though the Bible at no point describes these eastern visitors as being three, or wise, or kings, and certainly does not give them names. We note also that the Holy Family is no longer at the stable, but in a house. It pays dividends to us to read what the Bible actually says, as opposed to what we think it says. And in this instance, we see how much it has been embroidered over the years by tradition. But what it actually says is a great deal more than just words. For these unadorned stories are fraught with meaning. We do not know where Matthew got his information from, but we do know that he wouldn't be writing history as we know it. Each strand of his story, each character in it, is placed there to tell us something about God and about the mystery that is the birth of Jesus. The main characters in this telling are Herod and the wise men, and the star. The ancient world of the time of Jesus had a great interest in the movement of the stars, and Matthew uses the star to alert us to the special nature of the one who is to be born. The Magi are key characters, and through their presence we are given an air of learned knowledge beyond the grasp of mere ordinary mortals, perhaps also having the ear of the powerful. And here they get ready to access the King Herod, about whom the verdict of history is that he ruled by fear, but was also ruled by his own fears. Magi, however, were also treated with a good deal of scepticism, particularly then by those with a more orthodox faith. The key significance of the Magi is that they are outsiders, Gentiles, racially, religiously and culturally different from Jesus' own people. At the outset of the life of Jesus, we are given to see that he has come to make known the truth and the glory of God, not to some small group, 
but for all and to all, regardless of caste and race and religion and culture. And around them all, Magi and Holy Family, and even Herod himself, that mystical star shines. A symbol of Jesus, the light of the world, the light of humanity, the insiders and the outsiders too. It is a powerful image and it reminds us of the light that the prophet Isaiah tells us about, piercing even the thickest of darkness. A light so bright that it leads and draws people of all sorts to the glory of God. Of course, the Magi don't simply represent people from all nations and people from outside Orthodox faith. They also stand for people who find faith a struggle. People who are doubters, not knowing what to look for precisely or what to expect. They can be moved. They can be stirred. But very often they feel that their struggle for faith makes them either late or second-class citizens somehow. And it's not so. There is a reflection written from the point of view of the Empress Helena, a 4th century Christian, and within it there is a meditation for Epiphany. As St Helen sees the three monks approaching, representing the three magi, she says, This is my day, and these are my kind. Yet you came and were not turned away. You too found room before the manger. Your gifts were not exactly needed, but they were accepted and put carefully by, for they were brought with love. In that new order of charity that had just come to life, there was room for you. You were not lower in the eyes of the Holy Family than the ox or the ass. You are my special patrons and the patrons of all latecomers, of all who have a tedious journey to make to the truth, of all who are confused with knowledge and speculation, of all who, through politeness, make themselves partners in guilt, of all who stand in danger by reason of their talent. For his sake, who did not reject your curious gifts, pray always for all the learned, the oblique, the delicate. Let them not quite be forgotten at the throne of God when the simple come into their kingdom. We move from the time of absence to the time of presence in the journey of the Magi, from despair to hope, from dismay to well-being. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, is God with us. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the light of the world, and his radiance shines still and through all. The journey and visit from the Magi distill in us the opening up of the Nativity to the whole world. The light shines out to all it touches, and that light sees no barriers. Desmond Tutu once said that hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness. That light shines on us, broken or whole, tarnished or gleaming, 
searching or finding. And we reflect that light. And more than that, if we have even the smallest bit of faith, we shine too. The time of epiphany, of uncovering, of revealing, is a time of mystery. We do not always understand the light, but we are grateful for it. It points the way and illuminates the path. As we move, so we shine. As we step forward out of the darkness, so we become radiant. It is our brightness that attracts others to the good news. It is our brightness that reveals the presence or absence of God in our lives. It is a gift that cannot be hidden or packed away, but remains a constant reminder that in God there is hope. Amen.
let us pray. O God of wonder and of light, by the angels you heralded the Prince of Peace. By a guiding star you drew the Magi to worship your Son. And today we ask that your church may be a symbol of hope to draw all people together. At the turning of the year, we are conscious of our memories, our thoughts and feelings. We look back to times bathed in light and other times in shadow. And we see faces and places, times and seasons, love and loss. We all offer all of this, all that God has given us in joy and all that we wish to leave behind. As this year 2022 unfolds, we look along the path into its beginning, uncreated, with both eagerness and anxiety. This year could hold so much that would be wonderful. And so we offer to God our hopes at the birth of this year, all that we long for in the coming months, and all that we hope and pray that will be different, and all that we look to you to journey with us, God. Gracious God, we pray for the places so much in need of hope. We pray for the people that we know so much in need of hope. O oh God, it is in your nature to hold together all nations and peoples in a single peace. Let the imprint of your love be seen in every troubled place, community, country, continent. We pray for our stewardship too of the earth, let the earth breathe more freely at the beginning of this new year and into the year and guide us in our use of all the resources that you have given us. O Lord, at the gate of this year, we give you our faith and our hopes for your kingdom. Let this year be one of peace, hope and healing. And so we pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
Thank you for joining with me today for this time of worship in this new year. By the tender mercy of our God, love has broken upon us. Light is given where once there was darkness. We go into this new year knowing that God will guide our feet into a way of peace, hope and joy. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those you love, this day and every day. Amen. <laughs>